Welcome to the Camp Humphreys PWOC Podcast. We are the Protestant Women of the Chapel, a multi-denominational ministry serving women on our military installation. We want to provide relevant Christ-centered topics and discussion to help women through the challenges of living overseas in our military community. Join us as we delve into God's Word and its practical application to life here on Camp Humphreys. Hello, everyone. I'm Rachel Wilson, president of the Camp Humphreys PWOC. Today, I will be talking to Becky Yurisich, who is a full-time Dodea school teacher, a member of the PWOC appointed board, an army spouse, mom of three kids, and a Christian writer for thegloriousTable.com. She brings to us tremendous wisdom and encouragement as we return to virtual school and face the ups and downs of isolation with our children. She also shares a beautiful message of how she has seen the Lord reveal Himself in her home through the difficult circumstances of COVID-19. Join us as we talk about the precious gifts of grace and stillness. Thank you so much, Becky, for joining me. The timing of this interview is uh, perfect uh, as We just yesterday received news that the schools are going to continue to be closed um, up to we are just finished our sixth week, sixth week of virtual school. And um, and we were all hoping uh, that it would reopen on April 13 after spring break. Um, But unfortunately, we just heard uh, yesterday that that's not the case. So I know that there's a lot of emotion out there with that announcement. But before we start, I just want to mention that the views and the opinions expressed by Becky uh, are her own and do not reflect in any way the official policy or position of Dodea, uh, Central Elementary School, or any official in her place of employment. So again, Becky, thank you so much for being with us today. And after hearing that news uh, yesterday, how are you feeling? What what thoughts went through your head yesterday? Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited. Um, I, gosh, it was such a torn feeling yesterday to um, to get the news. Of course, I absolutely respect the decisions of our that our leaders are making, and I absolutely believe that everyone is doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just such a weird time yes. for all of us. And um, nobody, I don't think anybody who is in any kind of leadership position anywhere in our world just thought, okay, in a pandemic, in a pandemic, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. There is just, you know, um, so I'm sad to miss my kiddos, my students, my teacher friends, um, but I totally understand the decision that's been made. Mm, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it must be it is. I'm sure much harder for someone like you who you have to virtually teach the students all day. Also, now you have the additional responsibility of helping your own kids um, through virtual school as well. And then, of course, I'm I'm sure that you're also in charge of the cafeteria. Uh, 
at home, the school <laughs> yes. cafeteria at home. So give us a glimpse into what a typical day of virtual school looks like for you in the last six weeks. Okay. So I have, I'm, in my opinion, very fortunate. I have a high schooler, a middle schooler, and a second grader. So, um, so we're in all three stages of public school. It has been, I think, a blessing that my older two children can kind of do school themselves. Mm. Um, they're very motivated to uh, to achieve academically. So mostly it's just, how was your schoolwork? Um, did you get it all done? You know, those kinds of things. Or was anything challenging? If I... And then I have my second grader who she's kind of my sidekick throughout the day. When I get up in the morning, I just start answering my emails and she gets up and starts her schoolwork with her video lessons. And then we're kind of doing Google meets at the same time. Um, Grayson with her teachers and then myself with my students, we kind of go into the lunchtime and we all take lunch together and then we finish up in the afternoon. So yes, I am the lunch lady um, at my house right now. And sometimes they really like me and sometimes they're like, oh, sandwiches, <laughs> you know, it has been a kind of, at first, the first week. And I think that most families might agree with this. The first week was just like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. what is happening yes. Um, what is, how, I don't know how to do this. And it was so funny because my daughter's second grade classroom and I, in my classroom, we use a lot of the same platforms and she uses them very frequent, frequently at school, but it was like, we got home and we were doing it in our living room and suddenly nobody knew what they were doing. And I think I worked the first three or four school days we had at home. I was in the same place on my couch for like 13 hours mm. because we were all in a people just trying to figure out what to do. And, um, and now, gosh, just the support of our community and of our parents and just, just the way that everyone has buckled down and has supported their students has just been so awesome. And it has, um, been able to change the way that I've gotten to do school with my students, um, because they have that parent support. It sounds like you've seen a huge shift that your experience from the beginning till now is, is very different. So do you feel like a lot more people are more, they're more comfortable, they're okay moving forward, there's less pulling your hair out yeah. <laughs> moments? I feel like there are. When we first started, just at my house, it, everything was really hard. Um, and I could feel that from our families. Um, just there were a lot of questions and am I doing this right? And I think everyone wanted to just Nobody wanted to get it wrong. Everybody wanted to make sure that they were doing the best that they could for their child. And I wanted to make sure I was doing the best I could for my students. And what it boiled down to, I think, was grace. We mm. needed to give each other some grace. And parents needed to realize that I, I, it's okay if you don't do this perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was needed to be our messaging as, as teachers is, you know, we're like, this is my job. So I do it every day. This isn't something that most parents planned on doing mm -hmm. or, uh, or trained to do. And so everyone was really worried. But I think once um, once we kind of figured out our groove, moved along, I, I definitely think like into week three, especially, everyone was just kind of like, okay, 
this is, this is what's working. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just feel like our community has just done an amazing job of transitioning from school in the school building to school online, parents, students, teachers, and it has been just a complete team effort. I definitely feel like by the third week, that's when there was a big shift for us, um, for my son online, and where you just got into the groove and you understood, okay, this is this is what we do. When you get up, you have your breakfast, then you're going to get on your computer, and this is the expectation, and then and this is you know this is what you're going to do. That's encouraging, I think, to hear that it's been sort of a community wide, um, you know, feeling, and you know, we're we're getting used to this. It's it's not so horrible and we're working together as a community supporting our teachers and our teachers are supporting us beautifully beautifully what has been your high and your low the last six weeks both as a teacher and a mom okay oh gosh i will try to do this without crying Mm. okay my high honestly has been getting to connect with my students in a different way I sit down most days in my classroom with small groups of students at a table and we do reading groups and that's just part of our day. But while I'm doing those groups, I'm also kind of having to scan the rest of the room and make sure everybody's doing what they need to be doing when the adult's not, you know, really with them. And I've been holding those same groups online for the last several weeks. And when I get to sit down with those kiddos, I am only looking at those kiddos and only focusing on those kiddos. And that is their time with me and my time with them. And I have gotten to know things about them and gotten to see things that I wouldn't, I would have maybe missed in the traditional classroom setting. Mm, I also just second high kind of to add on to that because I see most of my kids every single day. I also see their parents. And so I get to, you know, say hello and meet face to face much more frequently than I would, um, in the, in just the day to day of school. Mm. So those two things are highs for me as a mom. I'm just, even though we're kind of all in our own different zones in our house right now, um, my older children do their school in their rooms because it's easier for them. And, um, but I get to see them throughout the day and, um, help my second grader with her work if she needs it and get to, you know, we get to take that lunchtime together and I'll miss that when we go back to school. My, let's see, Lowe's. Oh man, I am, um, I like a routine. So that has been hard for me as a mom, especially. Um, I'm just kind of like sleeping later than I normally would on a school day. I kind of get up about four fifteen or four thirty um, and get the day started. And I have really not done well with that since we um, when it, I mean I'm you know I'm up for my duty day and ready to go and stuff. But it's uh, I don't feel as productive just as a routine. Hmm. Um, it's kind of my low. Uh, and then school low is definitely missing that face-to-face time with my students and my teacher friends and just all the the faces that I get to see on a daily basis. I miss that. And I miss hugging people. <laughs> mm, yes. yes, we all do, I think. I, yes. And, um, and it's funny because I, I mean, I kind of hug 
I'm not like a big hugger, but I'm going to have to put like wear a shirt or a sign or something when we go back to school. It says like, don't let me hug you or mm. something because I just feel like I just miss all the hugs. There's a lot of hugs in first grade. So. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So how are you encouraging yourself those those lows and those tough days? Oh, gosh. Well, prayer. I, I have been talking to God an awful lot lately. Uh, maybe because also I there is less no I mean just less actual physical noise because I'm not in a classroom all day long. Um, and there's not that hum of activity. Definitely prayer and just trying to look around at the blessings that um, and the gifts that God has given that maybe I wouldn't have noticed before. Is there a specific place where you see God moving in all of this in your life? Or in the kids, you know, your children's life or life around, you just see, you know, the hand of God in a special way. Yes, the stillness. Mm. It's so interesting because I started my teaching job this year a little late. I started in October. Mm-hmm. And so from October to December, we just flew. We were everywhere. I was. I had started working after a couple of years off. Um, my kids were in activities My husband was working, I mean, he works, you know, until eight o'clock every night almost or or later. Just this rhythm, this battle rhythm that they call it, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, was just hard. We kind of took a break for December. We just said we weren't going to do any activities for December. We were going to chill out and take that breath as a family. And it ended up being a good thing, but we went right back into January and everybody jumped right in and we took right back off. Um, and it was just so much. And it was already starting to get overwhelming to think about the springtime. And this has completely altered the way that our family operates. And I don't think it's for the worse. It has been so awesome to sit with my family and have dinner mm-hmm. and um, and to look at each other and giggle over TV shows. My little one invented a board game. My oldest daughter is learning to crochet. And there's all these things that our family may not have ever done if we had not, if God had not just said, no, you're going to stay home for March. The stillness. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. Just what stillness. a gift. Now, I say that, but I'm an introvert. (laughs) There are so many extroverts out there going, no, it's the worst. Um, (laughs) I I have just really been loved being home with my with my people. And um, as much as I do wish we could go, you know, sit down in restaurants and things like that. I have really loved being home. And being still, I feel like God just was like, I mean, I know it is not just for me. I just think that's what he's just speaking to my heart is use this time for that. Do you think that this is going to change how you teach in the classroom whenever, whenever we get to go back to normal? Oh, probably. I, um, I think I'll appreciate the classroom so much more. It has been a little sad to be away, um, because there's just so much of first grade that's just experiential. Mm hmm. And so, and those are the things that you get while you're at school. You know, the academics, those things are, those things are very important. I would never, you know, belittle those. But um, there are so many things that you just learn about um, being a human, you know, in these times. And so, but I know that 
um, that the moms and dads out there are just doing a great job of that as well. So, but I look forward to being back in my room with my kiddos and just those excited giggles and um, those kinds of things that, that I, you know, sometimes you overlook them just like mm-hmm. we do as parents. Sometimes we sit back and we go, oh my gosh, you know, I was taking that for granted. And I do think that that was true of me. And um, I think I will definitely um, next year make sure that my kiddos are good to go on the computers earlier in the year. Um, that was one of the things that I was hoping that to have conquered before Christmas and I didn't do a, a very good job of it. Now I just want to be like, I'm so sorry, parents. That was my fault. Like they should have known how to do that for you. Gosh, they have just, they have come such a long way and I am really looking forward to one day being back in there with them. I want to go back to something you said earlier. Okay. And that was about having grace mm-hmm. for each other and and I think you you mentioned having grace for ourselves as as parents mm-hmm. I'm sure as teachers I think I was hard on myself at first as well as a mom and I could see my son's teacher just working so hard and I thought about that as we were going along thinking you know maybe we need to just take a deep breath and exhale and and just have grace for each other we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. Yes, it would have been great if, if you'd gotten the your kiddos on the computer um, before Christmas. But I think it's important for everyone to hear, especially the moms, because I feel like as a mom, you think, oh, am I messing my child up? Oh, sure. Right. I've, I've wondered that before. <laughs> I, I mean, even more so now that you don't have a teacher to, you don't have your child in school for the teacher to like help fix the child or whatever you did wrong. Now that, now that your children are with you all the time and you're trying to teach them through, help them through the virtual school, working even more as a partner with the teacher. Sure. And I know that there are just moments where we feel, am I going to permanently mess up my child's future, their grade, their development? What, what would you speak to those fears? Oh, please don't worry. I assure you that I work with a team of such wonderful professional people that wherever your child is, when they get back to school, they will be fine, um, first of all. Secondly, please don't worry. I, I just cannot express enough how thankful we are that there are parents who are just trying their best. I would I wouldn't ask anyone else or anyone to do any anything more than that if if you've done the best you can do for that day and your child has done the best they can do for that day we can't ask for any more than that. I don't expect anyone to be the perfect parent or the perfect teacher. I'm neither one of those things. So when we are working together, I think it's really important just to just to take a minute. And and if as a parent, I'm having a hard time, I email my child's teacher and say, I'm having a really hard time with this. That is okay to do. It's okay. It's just, it's hard. Some, some parents might be wondering, you know, how is what they're doing affecting, for example, the evaluation of their child? And as a teacher, is this making it 
harder to evaluate or is it easier now that you have more perhaps one-on-one time or smaller group time with the child is is it easier or harder to try to evaluate you know grade wise or development wise progress i work with my kiddos in small groups i get to see and listen to lots of things i would say oh gosh i don't think that when when our parents are participating and helping and doing their best i just don't see how that can be bad for a child i can't think of an instance where doing your best to help your child whatever your best is is going to be wrong for them that's your best Yes. And if and it, that's your caring heart as a parent. And when you love your child the best way you know how, and you are giving them the best that you can give, that's not that that's something you can't evaluate. That does so much for them. And just from an academic perspective, I guess, and a teacher perspective, if I had to say, how can I evaluate? If you're if you're doing your best to help your child participate in whatever academic learning that their teacher has provided for you, then that's the best you can do. And they're getting that learning Hmm. from their teacher. And if they're participating in the activities and those activities are submitted to the teacher, that's what the teacher can use. Your help and your involvement in that is beautiful. Hmm. That I please do not ever worry about hindering your child by participating in their learning with them. That does something for their heart and their spirit that cannot ever be measured. Mm. Wow, you, you, that's I love how you said that. That's a, a beautiful way to put that. And I and I hope that gives encouragement to parents who are listening that um, that everything that we are doing, like you said that it's important and it's precious and it's meaningful. Even we're not perfect. We're going to mess up. Um, but there's something much bigger happening in those moments with your child when you're working with them and the teacher. I, I think we probably should give teachers more credit that you see that you see the effort and you see the hard work. Oh, absolutely. We can, we can tell, um, when, when you're so passionate with your kids, that is, and it's exciting for us too, because it's like, oh, you know, we can see how much your involvement means. And and it's even the same when we're in school and um, maybe somebody comes to an after school activity with their parent or a parent joins a child for lunch. It's just those little um gestures of involvement mean so much to the kids. And so I'm sure that this time at home where they're reading with their parents or they're showing their parents something that they've written, those are big moments for the, for our students and for our children. And so, um, so being involved and helping out in that, that's really, that's going to be a big deal. I, I've seen something floating around on, I think on Facebook or something about the way that our kids remember this will be very different from the way we remember it. Mm. You know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they will remember this time of learning and maybe, I mean, they probably won't remember that much sitting around with me on the computer reading a book, but they will remember when their, their parent helped, like had to help them with their schoolwork for, Oh gosh, it's been six weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for six weeks or an ongoing, we don't know how long, but they'll remember those moments and they'll remember when their mom was the lunch lady and <laughs> the principal and one time the PE teacher and it did not go very well. 
so um and so those moments these moments are stressful and they are hard but they're really precious too Mm. and so it's okay to not find and also I just feel like I need to say this and it's okay that not every moment is precious it doesn't all have to be sometimes it's going to be hard Mm -hmm. um and I think there's a lot of pressure sometimes to make every moment precious or to see every moment as precious Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's okay if you're just kind of stressed out too because there have definitely been moments we there was a moment during second grade math two weeks ago where both of us were almost crying and both of us had loud voices and so we just stopped math for a little while and that's okay Mm. this was my my own child (laughs) we just I I was you know, we just had to take a moment and it's okay if you need a moment or if your child needs a moment from time to time. Hmm. You know, I, I'm saying we're talking about all of our different virtual schools around, you know, Camp Humphreys now. And I sort of envision that we are all these little old time schoolhouses uh, from, you know, the olden days where we have all the grades in one building um, and we're all doing the school together all at different levels and um, it's interesting to sort of see feel like we've gone back in time a little bit with the the schooling and how life is and families all together and um, yes yes and isn't it wonderful I I think it I think there are yes (laughs) it's I think as we go on we're seeing the gift and maybe God that's why God is allowing it to go a little longer because Maybe we wouldn't have, if it only been a week or two, we wouldn't have seen it. But now we're really having eyes to see the fruit or the outcome. And I think we are going to miss some of this when it passes. And I know that sounds weird because it's hard to read the news. It's painful. It's scary. We are worried about our family in the States. And Mm -hmm. it's hard. But yet at the same time, there are beautiful things happening. You know, God is doing what he promised and he's bringing there is good coming out of even the painful difficult times yes and so i think it's important to see those and i am thankful that god is allowing us time to experience and realize them and not miss them not miss it yes i i absolutely agree um i cannot express how interesting this time has been I don't even know how to say it in a in the right way it's just been such a slow time and um but yes a painful time it's heartbreaking to see um to see what's happening especially mm-hmm. watching from such a dis. I feel like it's such a distance um even though it's happening here in Korea as well just watching our our home country and it's just kind of surreal, I guess. Maybe that's the best word. But mm. what a comfort to know that God is in control um, in, t- in a time that just feels so completely out of control. Is there a verse that that comes to mind or that you've been particularly holding on to during these last six weeks? I don't know if there's just one verse, but it's just the idea that God is in control at Every time I start to um, to just get upset or even a little panicky, mm-hmm. I can just feel that. Like, what are you doing? Who's in control? Are you in control? No, I'm not in control, Lord. 
you're in control. Just an example, last week when we had a diagnosis on post and they closed one of the shopettes, um, it was still during the school day, so I was at home. I decided right at the end of the duty day, I was going to go to the commissary because they had started closing things down. And I was concerned that maybe the commissary would be next and we were like on our last half gallon of milk. And I drove to the commissary and I looked down at my speedometer and I was just on a very small, narrow road and I was going almost highway speed. And I just thought, what is going on? And that was just one of those moments where it was like, what are you doing? God is in control of this. You, Becky Yurisich, can drive as fast as you want to the commissary, but it's not going to matter. God is the one who is in control. So I think that that more than just any verse is just that and maybe just be still because here we all are. And we don't have any choice but to be still and just to get to sit and think and meditate on who he is, is pretty powerful, I think, too. Yeah, I think it was our memory verse for October. It was, be still and know that I am God and I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted um, in the earth. And I thought, wow, I feel like uh, we're being forced to to make sure we understand that verse, like you said, to be still and uh, remember that he is God. Uh, We're not. He is. And like you said, he's in control. Yes. Um, So thank you for that reminder. I just that just came to mind, uh, our memory verse. You know, I I wanted to say separately I, I wanted to interview as a teacher as, as a mom of kids in in school that are doing the virtual school because I felt like you could speak so much encouragement and wisdom into the ladies of uh, you know what we're going through right now what our daily life and the struggle but I also want to say that your commitment to the ministry and encouragement even when things are hard is been a tremendous blessing because I know when you started teaching you were facilitating a a class you were teaching um, you're on the board you are your your mom your army spouse you wear a lot of hats and I saw you finish out the facilitator um, semester and you wanted to finish out um the board position till the end. And it would have been completely understandable if you said, you know, I'm working full time. I have so much on my plate, but you didn't. And you said, well, I want to finish what I started. I want to finish my commitment. And I just want to say thank you that that is so admirable. Um, and is a testimony to your faith in God, but also your commitment to finish out whatever he's called you to do. And no matter how hard your day has been, it's, you have a smile and an encouragement for someone else. And I've just watched that and I've been blessed by it, even on hard days for me. And there you are encouraging me, giving me a big smile. That's Christ in Becky. Like she is just showing the love of Christ in, in, in her actions and her love and her commitment. Even this week, you know, you have so much going on and yet you wanted to encourage all of our PWC ladies on on Facebook and you suggested a, a way and you put it together. And I just said, you know, 
it would be totally understandable if Becky was just too busy right now. But it was your heart to encourage the ladies. And so, again, a testimony to to Christ in you, um, loving on other people. Is there, you know, thank you. I, I also I want to sort of ask, what is the secret? What is people oh. might say, oh, you're a super mom, you're a super, you know, super woman, super wife, super mom. What what would what would you say? Oh gosh, well, I, it must be Jesus. Most of the time, I just I feel scattered. I think like everyone else, there's you know, you say I or you said I wear a lot of hats, and it's really true. I think. Uh, I feel like I'm all over the place all the time. So for you to say that, I just was so awesome because I, I'm thankful that I get to be encouraging um, and that, that that is something that you've noticed in me and that that gets to be the way that I get to, uh, that Jesus reveals himself, I guess, or shows himself through me. I'm thankful. I love people and I'm thankful to get to be an encouragement. And I can see that you love children. Oh my gosh. Yes, I do. Kids are the best. <laughs> they, they are. If you ever really want to know how you look or how, I don't know, anything, just ask like a six-year-old. Hmm. Um, they are just hilarious and honest and they don't have yet the... Um, the filter or that sense of um, self-consciousness that makes them hide who they are. And I think that's especially wonderful when we get to teach kids about Jesus because kids will tell you exactly who Jesus is. Mm. So that's why I love teaching children's church on Sunday mornings. And some of my church life crosses over with school life. And that's really fun too. Um, because kids will recognize me at school from church. And I think just being around kids, whether you're a mom or in education or just no children, we get such a picture of God's love for us when we love children. Because children aren't always perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they don't always follow instruction. They don't always follow repeated instruction or loud instruction, or any kind of instruction, um, or sometimes they do, and then the next time they don't, and just what a picture of who we are um, as humans and adults, and how God, I, I tell people all the time, I make Jesus roll his eyes constantly, like, why, mm -hmm. you know, why can't I get it? So many times as a teacher and as a mom, I've just thought, like, how many times do I have to say it? And then, and then God's like, well, how many times is it in my word? Mm. <laughs> like, are you, are you doing what I, you know? No, I guess not. So I think that um, working with kids and being with my own children has given me such a picture of God's love and grace for me and just my absolute need of his love and grace. Um because it's, I'm just never going to get it right. I'm never, it doesn't matter how loudly the words are said, how many, how often the words are said, I'm not going to get it. And so, um, the need for him, I, I just becomes so, so clear when I look at it that way. Mm. 
So when can we expect another um, article on Gloria's Table? Oh, gosh, April, I think. Okay. <laughs> yes, Just something to look forward to. Yes. Uh, you, your writing is beautiful. It's so encouraging and insightful. So I just want the listeners to know and to, to look for the next one from you. As some parting words, what would you say um, to the parents out there as, as we end, as they look forward to having to return back to virtual school and, and not knowing when the end um, when the end will come? What Do you have any encourage it, encouragement for them as okay. they continue? Yes. Take a deep breath. Pray, um, ask for whatever you need, whether that's peace or strength, you know, um, and remember to give yourself grace. Hmm. You don't have to make every moment perfect. You and your child doing the best that you and your child can do is enough. And to just take these moments and do the best that you can with them. It does not have to be this perfect Pinterest um, Corona school photo. Those are really fun, but it does not have to be one. And maybe some days it will be one and some days it will not. And that is okay. Um, And just as a teacher, I know I speak for many of my coworkers. We are here for you to help you. And so... Um, and we have your backs and we're cheering for you and we're your partners. I'm looking forward to working with my, my mm. parents, and my kiddos. So this has been such a, a fantastic community and, um, and I can see everyone really pulling together to support one another. And I'm very proud of our, of, uh, of our parents. Thank you for that, Becky. And it has been wonderful to talk with you. And I hope you have a fantastic spring break and a well-deserved rest. I know we're not Thank really you. going very far, or, <laughs> no. but um, may God bless you this upcoming week. And thank you so much, Becky. Thank you. And you enjoy your break as well. Thank you. I hope today's podcast encouraged you as much as it did me. Having to suddenly school our children at home with no notice in a curriculum we didn't choose was hard. There will continue to be good days and the not so good days. But as Becky so beautifully shared, we must have grace for each other, including ourselves. We will get through this. Our children's education may look a little different, but there are priceless and precious moments being weaved into these circumstances. I hope you have experienced the stillness Becky spoke about. What has the Lord been showing you in your own moments at home? May we learn the gentle lessons the Lord is teaching us in this painful season and remember the amazing grace that has been poured out onto us. Truly, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us.